The Pasuk says, Vayitana Moshe Bechalosloi Nedaberitai Vashinai Shnei Luchoi Savonim HaKadosh Baruch gives Moshe when he finishes speaking to him in Harsinai two Luchois. After the end of the 40 days, then Hashem gives the Torah to Moshe. And Chazal pick up on an obvious question on this Pasuk. And that is, if Moshe had been learning Torah for 40 days, if that's the case, it's not that at the end of the 40 days, Hashem gave Moshe the Torah. Every day, Moshe learned another part of the Torah. Every day, Moshe's Torah learning increased his knowledge grew, until by the end of the 40 days, he had learned everything. And if that's the case, why does it seem in this Pasuk, that it was only at the completion of learning for 40 days, then Moshe was given the Torah. The inference being that until then, he hadn't got any Torah. And because of this diuk, Chazal make a tremendous observation. Chazal say, Melamed, that for 40 days, Moshe learned and forgot. And he learned and forgot. And every day Hashem taught him another Nusechta, another Sugya, another part of Torah, and he learned and forgot. Until, until at the end of 40 days, at the end of 40 days, then the Torah was given to Moshe, and it says, when he finished, but it's similar to the word, the Torah was given to Moshe, like a kala was given to a chasen, which means it was given to him as a gift. So yes, he learned and persevered and tried and remembered and chazed for 40 days, but that wasn't enough. Everything he learned like that he forgot, and it was only after that that the Torah was given to him as a gift. And the obvious question we have to understand is why did it have to be like that? Why couldn't he Moshe would receive the Torah the normal way a person learns? A person learns a little bit at a time. He absorbs whatever it is that he needs to know. And that way he builds up a Torah, so to speak, base of knowledge, bit by bit. Why did it have to be that at the end of the 40 days, only then Moshe was given the entire Torah as a gift altogether? The second point we see is that it took 40 days. If there's one theme, perhaps, which runs through Pasha's Kisisa, it's the idea of 40 days. Moshe spent 40 days in Har Sinai to learn the Torah. Tragically, on the last of those 40 days was the story with the Egel Azov, and Klaus was deemed unworthy of receiving the Torah. Moshe comes down from the mountain to smash the Luchas, to destroy the ego, to punish the sinners. And then he goes back up again for 40 days. And Moshe spends the second set of 40 days davening, non-stop. And at the end of 40 days, Hashem accepts the tefillah, and the, the, the decree to destroy Klai Yisrael has been averted. And then Moshe goes up for a third 40 days in order to receive the Torah again. And that was a process which began from Rishchidosh Adol and finished on Yom Kippur. At the end of which, Moshe is given on Yom Kippur, Moshe is given the second Luchas. And we have to ask ourselves, what's the significance of 40 days? Why in all of these cases does it take 40 days? 
let's look at other cases we find something similar the Torah tells us that the Miraglim their journey around Eretz Yisrael took 40 days the Torah tells us that the amount of time that the rain fell during the Mabul was for 40 days so we see it's not random in the Torah that there's a concept of 40 days but what does it mean? 40 isn't a natural number it's not like the 7 days of a week or the 30 days of a month so where do we see a significance to 40 days? and the other obvious example which I'm sure is in everyone's minds is the famous Gemara that the Gemara says 40 days before the conception of a child so it's already decided in Shemaim Bas Plony the Plony who they're going to marry what's their future going to be and this is all determined 40 days in advance the Gemara also says that a fetus has the halachic significance of a barkayama of a child from 40 days since conception so here also we find the idea of 40 days What's the principle? What's the insight of the idea of 40 days? So what we see in all these cases, let's we'll learn from a story in Sefer Daniel. The pastor tells us in Sefer Daniel that at a certain stage during the reign of Belshazzar, Daniel had calculated the 70 years which had been allocated to Goddess Babel. The Navi had already predicted many years earlier that Babel would be given 70 years after which it would be destroyed. And Daniel had made a calculation and he had determined that the 70 years of Babel should have been up by that calculation. Actually, he was wrong. The Gemara says that he made a mistake in the calculation, but that was his intention. And therefore, Daniel decides to daven and to fast day after day as a source as a merit to bring the God so Daniel begins to fast one day after the next until after more than three weeks of fasting day after day a Malach comes to him and says Daniel you should know that from the first day that you began to fast already it was seen what you were going to do And then Malach says, but uh, he was only able to come down to reveal himself to Daniel and to share with him the message Hashem wanted him to get much later on. There was a reason for that. But the principle we see here is that when a person undertakes to do something, it doesn't take time until Hashem is aware of it. It wasn't that only after a number of days of fasting then it made an effect in Shemai. As soon as Daniel had decided that's what he wanted to do, and had made that commitment to fast, so immediately it was known in Shemayim what he wanted, what he was intending to do. And if that's the case, why wasn't the result felt here immediately? So here we see how you said that what a person does, so to speak, is immediately noticed in Shemayim. But for the response to come back down to this world, has to go through a number of stages. 
For example, we know we talk about the spiritual world, we talk about four separate levels. The world of where we live in is the world of Asir, it's called. Above that is the world of the Malachim, called the world of Yetzirah. Above that is the world of Hashem Sanhaga, so to speak, called the Olam Atriya. And above that is what we call the world of Olam Atzilus. Where Kiev Kibyachal Kadesh Baruch runs what happens over here. And therefore, it's not a question of time, it's a question of stages. For something to come from the Olam Atzilus where Hashem decides until it manifests itself here in the Olam, at the end of the Olam Asir, it has to go through four different dimensions. And if you know that each of these worlds is made up of ten levels, sometimes in Kabbalah referred to as ten spheres, so then we're talking about forty stages. From starting to descend, from its starting point, at the top of the Atzeros until it comes to us at the end of the Asir. Now, that's one idea of 40. The idea that something has to descend all these levels until it becomes a reality that we're aware of here in this world. So, for example, in the Gemara we started at the beginning, the, the 40 days before conception, when something is announced in Shemaim, until it's manifest here in this world, is a process of something descending from the domain of Shemaim until it's reached the level of Olam There's a second point here as well. And that is 40 days shows a kfiyas. It shows a permanence. And therefore if a person attempts something, starts and gives up after a few days. So they can't yet expect a full measure of Siyat Adishmaya. They didn't show enough resolve themselves to show it was important enough to them to maintain that level until it became a part of them. But if a person undertakes something and maintains that commitment for enough time, so then it shows that it's something which by them they've made a kfiyas in, they've made a permanence of, and if that's the case, they deserve this yata dishmaya to be given assistance to achieve it. So to speak, to completely rise and attain that level. If we have to give a marshal, imagine someone went to a wealthy man and asked for a loan or asked for a donation. And the wealthy man says, sure, I'm just going to go find my checkbook. It takes a few minutes. By the time he comes back, the petitioner is gone. It's his own fault. He was willing to give the donation. The very least is that the person asking has to be there long enough to be able to receive it. And to an extent, the same idea applies by Shemaim as well. That same concept. If a person wants something from Hashem, so he has to be there, so to speak, long enough, Ki'ilu, to show that he's serious enough and wanting it, until and he's waiting for Hashem to give it to him. This idea of a kfiyas is what we see takes 40 days. And therefore, if we go back on the examples we gave before, when a person wanted something, and they showed it was a real desire, it was something which was real to them, and they didn't give up, 
after one time or two times or three times or something that they kept and so to speak persevered in then when they did the same thing for 40 days Kilo HaKadosh Baruch Hu acknowledged that, that commitment and that's when the Siyat came so let's go through the examples we gave before Moshe Rabbeinu is trying to learn Torah from Hashem and we said, we saw that the Midrash says that for 40 days he learnt and forgot and learnt and forgot. And that's why that was necessary. Because before the Torah would be given as a gift, so Moshe had to prove his seriousness in willing to learn it. And therefore, for the first 40 days, Moshe didn't have that Siyat Dishmai. He learnt, but he forgot. It was only after 40 days when Moshe had shown himself to have the Avas Torah to keep learning, not giving up, not even stopping for a second to eat or to sleep, that's when he was Zaycha from the response from Hashemayim. When he got to 40 days, the Torah was given to him. Similarly, Moshe comes up the mountain a second time to Daven for Klai Yisra. And here also, it needed a tremendous Kayach of Tefillah. Klai Yisra had done an Avera which deemed them worthy of being destroyed. As Hashem himself told Moshe before that, leave me and I'll destroy them. And now Moshe is required to daven in a way which would overturn a gazera of destruction. And in order to do that, Moshe needed to show a certain commitment to tefillah, a certain bitachan in tefillah. He wasn't going to give up. He was going to keep trying again and again and again for 40 days. And when Moshe maintains that tefillah for 40 days, that's when the Siyat HaDishmaya comes. And after 40 days, Hashem agrees to forgive Klai Yisrael. And if you're talking about the Avodah for the Luch it's the same thing. Something we replicate every Elul. Where we start the process of doing Tshuva, and we're meant to stick to that goal. And be strong in our resolve to do Tshuva from Rosh Chodesh Elul until Yom Kippur. And if we're able to do that, then comes Yom Kippur at the end of 40 days, and that's when we get the Gaparim in Hashemayim. That's when Hashem says, Salach Tikid That's the same you said. There's a Sefer on the Mysterious Yishar, called Ebed HaMelech. And he asks a very interesting question. The Mysterious Yishar is based on the Brisa. The price of Rapinchas Ben Yair. And the price says, Torah may be only days of heroes. The heroes may be only days of Rizos. The Rizos may be only days of Kios. And so on. There's a rungs in the ladder of Milus that a person can climb. And the first rung is Torah. And the second rung is the heroes. And the third rung is Rizos. And the Kios. And Torah. And Precious. And a person can climb higher and higher and higher. It's a stage-by-stage process of development. But what he asks is, that's not what the, the Brisa says. That the Brisa doesn't say that the first step is Torah, the second step is the heroes, the third step is Jesus, and so on. The way it's brought, Torah may via the days of heroes. The heroes may via the days of Jesus. Each one brings to the next one. Each one causes the next one doesn't sound like it's a person has to achieve one and the next, 
but rather one level brings him to the next level. More like an escalator than a ladder. And he asks, how is that so? How is it that one level brings a person to the subsequent level? And what he answers and he explains, he doesn't bring proofs for this, but he writes his Bodokumanusa. He writes his tired and tested. And he says in your site, he says that if a person works for 40 days on achieving the first level, then he'll be brought up, given to the Shmaya, which will help him get to the second. And if he works 40 days in cementing his, that level, then get the Shmaya to come to the third. Indeed, exactly what Hazal said. The Torah is made via days of heroes. If a person spends 40 days focused on learning Torah, then he'll get the Siyat Dishmaya to be brought to the level of Zahiris. And if a person spends 40 days working on perfecting that Zahiris, he'll be given the Siyat Dishmaya to get to the level of Zahiris, and so on. A tremendous insight. A tremendous insight. That a person can work on something, and that itself brings him to Siyat Dishmaya to achieve more, when he's done it for 40 days. When there's that fierce, that permanence to what a person is doing, that's when you to see Perhaps one can suggest in the same vein the idea that the Gemara says when they learned the halacha they didn't know previously, they would chazer it 40 times. They would repeat it and go over it 40 times. Can you know that's the amount of kfirs that a person needs in something to make it like this? And yes, all the various scholars which have come up for 40 days this, or 40 days that, or 40 days coastal, or 40 days shirashim, whatever it's going to be, without discussing the validity of the scholar. But the principle of 40 days is coming from these chazals. The principle is that something which a person does for 40 days is something which creates a kfis, something which creates a permanence. It could be for good, and it could be for bad. We spoke about the Miraglim also. They traversed and traveled towards Israel for 40 days. And we know that they left already with the intention to slander Eretz Israel, to bring back a bad report. And for 40 days they traveled to Israel with that in mind. That's what so to speak, a shameless of doing something wrong, which caused spiritually the tremendous damage that the story of the Miraglim caused. Similarly, the idea of the Mabel being for 40 days was to destroy what people had ruined the world in its full sense. And therefore the Einish matched the crime. And it was also for 40 days. Now let's look at something interesting. Let's look at another example where we find this idea of 40 days. That this one isn't some first. We have to work it out. We know Klai Yisrael come out of Mitzrayim with the goal of receiving the Torah. And yet, Klai Yisrael don't receive the Torah immediately after coming out of Mitzrayim. Chazal tell us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu needed to give them time to prepare themselves to receive the Torah. It wasn't instantaneous. We know we count 50 days or 49 days from Pesach to Shavuos. Let's, let's look at it more closely. How many of those days were spent preparing to receive the Torah. 
So if you think about it, the first six days after they came out of Mitzrayim, they were still running away from the Egyptians. Three days they ran away. The fourth day they turned around and came back towards them. And then it was the day before Yamsuf. And the seventh day of Pesach was the day that they crossed the sea. And if that's the case, it was only after that, after the first six days had passed, that they now had this sights, so to speak, focused on Matan Torah. And if that's the case, if we look 40 days following Yamsuf, 40 days that they were focused on Matan Torah, it will bring us to the 46th day of the Eid. In other words, the second day of seven. The day that Hashem offered them the Torah and they said, Naisev and Ishmael. The response from the Shemaim to them getting the, being offered the Torah came after 40 days of their preparation to receive it. We say the same principle again. And that's okay, so I want to finish with one last point. Something practical. We know that there are two beginnings to the Jewish year. There's one beginning which is Rosh Hashanah, the first of Tishrei. There's one beginning, which is Rosh Chodesh Nisan. It's called the Rosh Chodeshim. What's the difference between them? They're both beginnings. But one's the Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of the year, and one's the Rishon L'Chodeshim, the first of the months. What's the difference between a year and between a month? between the Shana and the Chodesh. The Maral explains that there's a tremendous difference. Shana comes from Lashon Shaina to repeat. A year comes from Lashon to repeat. It's a cycle that Hashem creates in nature from the first day of Tisha when He created the world and it repeats itself every year. So yes, it's a new beginning of the same cycle. That's the Rosh Hashanah. The year repeats itself, it goes through its seasons, it goes through its kufas, in the cycle which repeats again and again and again. And the beginning of that cycle is what's called the Rosh Hashanah. But there's something else. There's something which is called a Chodesh. A Chodesh comes from the word Chidush. Something which is new. Something which is different. Something which has begun and wasn't there before. That's a Rosh Chodesh. A Rosh Chodesh. And the difference between a Shana and a Chodesh is that we said the regular way the world runs is the Shana. But what happens in Nisan was when the Geula originally happens, that was something new. It was something which hadn't happened before. It was a Rosh Chodeshim, a beginning of a new concept of months. And that's why the Koyach of Gu'ula is the Koyach of Nisan. Because that's where the months begin from. And that's why not just then, but also now. Gu'ula is going to be Nisan. Gu'ula will be in the Rosh Chodesh. A new beginning. A beginning of a period of Gu'ula which wasn't there before. Every Nisan has that seed of the potential to be a nisan of a new chodesh, a new beginning of Gola. 
But let's think. If we've just learned that a person has to show they can do something bequeathed, and that way HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds when he sees that person has made that foundation, has shown that reliability, that consistency, and that take, takes 40 days, then if we want the Rosh Chodesh Nisan to be a new beginning, it makes sense that it will come after 40 days of our showing we're ready for it. We're waiting for it. If that's the case, it's an important point to bear in mind. Because from after Shabbos, Hashem, from Sunday, it'll be 40 days until Rosh Chodesh Nisan. We can begin something now and show a kvias, so a seriousness, a commitment. The Be'ez Hashem in 40 days time, in Rosh Chodesh Nisan, Hashem will respond. And hopefully with a Nisan, with a Chodesh, with a new level of Hatsiyat Deshmaya, a new level of God as well.